Bestie. Hey guys, we got two Bestie Homeschool and Mamas coming at you. This is Gail. And I'm Christina. And we have a really fun and special and sweet episode for you guys coming up today. It is our Valentine's special with Miss Christina and her husband, David. Hi, David. Hello, all you podcast listeners. We are so excited to have them on both today. I'm just here to basically introduce and enjoy the chat that they're going to have. So here you go. Hello. All right, ladies, I brought my amazing husband into the podcast today. Wait, you have another husband? He's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my husband, David. And honey, do you want to tell them how long have we been married? Let's see if he gets it right. Uh, we were married in 2003. Wait, he's actually calculating. <laughs> so that would put us at 20 years this year. Yay, he got it right. Oh, there's a he... microphone in my face. I feel like this is entrapment. Did you say 03? I said 03. We were married in 04. 04. Mm. Yeah. Tw- he said 20, said 20 years. You just said yeah. the wrong year. All right. Would you like to share with our guests how we met? Sure. We met in elementary school. We did, yes. You were an after-school daycare person at the school, and I was a custodian. Mm-hmm. We had a mutual friend, also also named Christina, yep. who swore up and down to both of us that we were a perfect match. And boy, was she right. She was. So I think our first real conversation was out at the playground. Mm-hmm. And we talked so long uh, that I neglected my uh, my duties as custodian, and I got called into the principal's office. Yes, this is true. We both got in trouble. <laughs> Over the intercom system. So the whole school knew that I was getting called into the principal's office. Yeah. But here we are, almost 20 years, more than 20 years later, because we've been married for almost 20 years. Dated for three. Yeah. Nothing's been the same since. It's always been David and I. Sounds horrible. Nothing's been the same since. <laughs> for the better. For oh, the better. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So as you know, we talk here on Two Bestie Homeschooling Mamas all about homeschooling and being a wife and being a mom. So I would like to ask you some questions from the husband's perspective. That's good, because I don't know how to be a wife or a mom. Okay. So from the husband's perspective... Can you share something that you think us moms do all the time that we don't, uh, we don't give ourselves credit for? We don't, we're always too hard on ourselves about. Yeah, I would think that the, uh, the thing that I notice the most, I notice that a lot of uh, homeschool moms are kind of too rough on themselves. They have really high expectations because there's a lot of emotions involved with with educating your children. Um, And so you want it to be perfect, but that leads to being stressed out and worrying and thinking that you're not doing well enough. And you focus on the the times when there's a failure versus the times when there's this amazing success. Too hard on ourselves. I can, yeah. The house is never clean enough. The kids are never getting enough hours of education as if hours is the metric that we should be using. Never given enough sex. Oh, he said the S word. You're blushing. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is true. By the way, I just I'll just put that out there. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> okay. So we are too hard on ourselves. All right. What about as far as being a wife? What is something that 
you wish that I, as a wife, maybe did more often, not in the physical realm, but otherwise. You in particular? I don't, I don't, I can't think of anything. Wives in general. Wives in general. Well, I can tell you one of the things that you do that, that helps me out a lot, and that is how supportive you are. I am well known, and, and Gail can back me up on this. I'm well known for some crazy ideas. Sometimes things just pop into my head, and there's <laughs> not, not the, there's not the best filter. God didn't God didn't bless me with a filter. Sometimes it's just brainstorming, or all the time it's just brainstorming. And uh, no matter how crazy the idea is, you're always willing to sit down and listen, and you're willing to give me feedback on the idea, and that really encourages me to continue to think of crazy new things. I'm encouraging this behavior. You're encouraging this bad behavior, yes. This is good to know. (laughs) Mental note. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about homeschool. We've talked a little bit about wifing. Let's talk a little bit about spiritually. I know that us as moms are always busy and always running around crazy and not always taking the time that we need to be in the word or prayer. One of the things I love about you is that you are very good at doing your Bible reading and Bible studying every day. Um, So what's a piece of advice you could give us moms to take that time and make that a priority? It's definitely hard. Uh, When I, when I, watch you and your schedule. You've got a lot of things going on. You're getting up early because you got little ones that are waking up early and going to bed late because you're doing podcasts. But still, you got to be in the Word every day. It kind of reminds me of, and this may be a horrible analogy, I'm known for them. You know, the the planes going down and the masks drop from the the ceiling and they always say you need to put your mask on first Mm. before you put on the kid's mask or somebody that's sitting next to you that may need help. The reason they do that is because when the cabin depressurizes, it'll suck the oxygen out of your lungs and you'll pass out quickly. You can't help somebody if you're passed out. It's the same thing with with homeschooling and and momming. You really got to take care of yourself first, and it seems kind of selfish, but the truth of the matter is if you're not taking care of yourself first, if you're not getting into your Bible, if you're not continuing to grow that relationship with Christ, then you're not going to be able to help your kids and your husband as much as they and he needs it. I like it. That's very true. Very true. Something that I continue to work on every day. You're doing awesome. How many days? What is today? The 14th. The 14th of February. Yes. So you've been going for like over a month now. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So it's Valentine's Day. And you're going to tell me. We got a date night. Hopefully everyone's getting ready to go out on date nights tonight or sometime in the next couple days. What is what is a date night that you would suggest for, Mm. you know, we're we're busy. We have lots of kids. We are homeschooling, you know, trying to save money, all the things. What is a, a good, fun date night that is reasonable to do when you're kind of in the throes of family life? Well, I think one of the best date nights that, at least that I got a lot of kudos for. Brownie uh, points. Brownie points from my wife. We were we were definitely trying to keep things inexpensive and uh We went and I drove our van to a parking lot, a secluded area, and I had my cell phone hooked up to the internet and my laptop hooked up to my cell phone and we just watched, I don't even remember what we watched, we watched a movie or some Netflix or something like that and just just hung out. Like no kids interrupting, no no pounding on the door, no nobody crying, no no new puppy, no anything and uh, got away from it all. So the lesson there is- Take out on the way. Yeah. 
The lesson I- is that you don't have to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just about spending quality time. Yep. Now I know that we do not get away for date nights as often as we would both like. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would you say is a good? You know, you really need to be spending this much time with your spouse away once a week, once a month, once a year. We shoot for once a month, but I would imagine it's going to be different for for every couple. It's going to be based on the couple and the couple's needs. And the season, maybe the the season season of life you're in. Absolutely, yeah. We often joke that we spend more time going to other things when we have our babysitters. It's like, oh, yay, we have a babysitter, but we only have the, the date night as the drive to whatever meeting or whatever event it is that we have to go to. We do a lot of volunteering. We're very active in the in the homeschool community. So, oftentimes when we're when we're on our own, we're driving somewhere. That's our that's our date night. It's not uh, not too glamorous, but we get to talk a lot. Yeah. And we started walking too, walking we every did. day. We started walking, so we have these fun. I don't know how long are we gone? Twenty thirty minutes. Walk around the neighborhood. Longer, yeah. I mean, it depends on the day, but get our steps in and I tend to word vomit when we do this. So he's been working all day. I've been mommying and teachering all day and I just kind of, it all comes out and he just quietly listens as we walk. And then towards the end, he'll finally get to tell me about his day. That's usually yeah. when I take the uh, the iPods out of my ear. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> you're funny. You don't even have iPods. Earpods, 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 earpods. see, whatever. I'm not an Apple person. (laughs) Most of our listeners are ladies, but I know that they have awesome, supportive husbands. If you were talking to just the dads right now, homeschooling dads, what is the number one thing you would like them to hear about their homeschooling journey with their their kids and their spouse. One of the most challenging things as a homeschool dad is whether you work out of the house or you you get the opportunity to work at home. Uh, When I come out of the room, sometimes the kids are on video games or, you know, playing with sticks outside or I don't know, playing with the dog. And it's like, I'm so stuck in this growing up in, in public and private schools that we all need to be sitting down at a desk for X amount of hours a day. And sometimes it just it gets a hold of me and it it makes me wonder if if my kids are receiving the proper education as if education has anything to do with books and and sitting down at a desk so i would say to the guys if that's the way you're feeling figure out you know before you feel like that sit down with your wife christine and i kind of have a system in place that if i'm feeling like that i can just be open and be like hey honey i'm kind of feeling like we're not doing school can you just Give me some reassurance that the kids are being educated and receiving the education that I expect them to receive without compromising on the relationship. Um, and so she just knows that, hey, she needs to be a little bit more intentional about having the kids come up to me and show me some of their book work or uh, talk to me about what they're learning. And that helps out a lot. So, And if you're the guy and you're feeling that way and you haven't come up with that that system yet, don't try and come up with it while you're having those feelings. Come up with it the next time you're feeling sane and and uh, just just get those lines of communication open and figure out what those what the right way to ask the question is that's not going to demoralize or or bring down your wife, but you can still get the the confidence that you need that you're you're taking care of your business and making sure that the kids are getting educated. That is a great answer, ladies. I want to point out the, um, that he said that you know we've had these conversations, so we know that he feels like this sometimes, and I need to know as the wife 
that just because he's asking doesn't mean he doesn't have confidence in me. It doesn't mean that he doesn't support what we're doing. It just means that because he's working all day, he needs to be reassured that the things are are happening in whatever form that is. So make sure that if your husband has that conversation with you, don't take it personal. And I know that that is hard. And we have had these conversations and I have left in tears, not because because I'm taking what he's saying wrong, but because this is this is my mission field right now as the kids and how I'm raising them and how I'm teaching them. And so it's hard to not take it personally, but that is is really key to being on the same page and being successful in this with your spouse. So have those conversations when you need to, and then make sure that you, you know, like you said, I will be intentional to make sure that the kids spend some time explaining to him what we are doing. Sometimes I will put things on the whiteboard so that he can see, okay, these things are getting checked off. These are the things that we've done. And I don't do it every day all the time from there on out because life happens. But if I am intentional to do it in those moments, I I think it really helps both of us. And from my perspective, the reason I'm worried about it is not because I'm worried that Christina isn't doing her job. I'm worried that I'm not doing my job and supporting her in the way that she needs support to get her piece done. So that's, I mean, that's the angle I'm, uh, I'm going for, although I don't always express it really well. So oh, having I, those conversations beforehand is, is when the helpful. emotions aren't high and when yeah. everything's going smooth is, is helpful. Yeah. And it, guys tend to be problem solvers and, and fixers. And so if they think that there's a problem, then they want to fix it, right? So giving them the knowledge that they need so that they don't feel like there's a problem to, to fix at that moment is is really helpful. And even being honest, if there is a problem, yeah. letting us know, letting letting me know so that I can hop in and, and you know get rid of some barriers or, or do whatever I need to do to, to help you succeed yeah, in, in absolutely. your part. Um, we we kind of have this system because I tend to word vomit, as I've already pointed out, where I will go to him and I will start talking and then I have to stop myself and say, this is a problem that I need help with, that I need fixed. Or if it's the other scenario, I don't need help. I don't need this fixed. I just need to get it out so that I can process through it. So I have to remember to to use those phrases for him so that he knows that if he needs to be listening just to listen or if he needs to be listening to find a solution. Because he's really great at that. And when I need him to find solutions, he always does. But he's also really great at listening if I give him the opportunity to listen. So it's helpful to to have those kind of key phrases already already figured out. Absolutely. Yay. Is there any questions that you have for me? Because it's Valentine's Day and... You know, we're on the podcast together, which we never are. How much longer is this going to go before date night? <laughs> Not long. <laughs> What's one thing that you think dads or even me in specific could do better? Oh, that's a very broad question. I think dads in general could, I don't want to say participate more in the homeschool because a lot of the dads are participating, but I'm, I'm just going to push it again. I know I say it a lot, but go with your spouse to the convention. If you're a homeschool dad, go to that convention because I, I know that the 
the wives are typically doing the bulk of the teaching. But when you go and you can see the other dads there and you can be encouraged and see all the resources and the community that's surrounding your wife and your kids, then it really helps you feel like a part of the community. It helps you get plugged in and it helps you, I think it helps with those, are we really doing the right thing thoughts? Because you can get just as encouraged as the the wife does. So I would say in general, I would love to see more dads participating in the homeschool conventions. You specifically are perfect and have nothing to change. Date night. No, it's, that's great. Yeah, definitely having dads at events and the convention. One of the things when I'm, when I'm talking to new to homeschool families, um, we're talking about education, we, you know, curriculum comes up and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's important to me to emphasize that curriculum isn't the most important thing. Yeah, it's super fun. Getting a bad curriculum can really mess things up. Getting a good curriculum is is awesome. But education is more about relationships. It's more about community. And the way I explain that is, is I ask people, you know, hey, do you remember your third grade math book? And most people are like, nope, don't remember my third grade math book. I said, I don't either, but I remember my third grade teacher, Mr. Gullickson, because we had a relationship. He let me come in early in the morning and play some city on his computer. And when my when my grandpa passed away that year, he took me aside and just made sure that I was okay and had a little conversation with me. I don't remember my 11th grade curriculum, any of it, but I do remember my 11th grade teacher because we had that relationship. Mrs. Peterson was awesome. She stayed after school so that we could do the uh, school magazine and uh, was very encouraging. So when you're, when you're doing the homeschool thing, don't focus on the curriculum. Again, the curriculum is important, but don't focus on the curriculum. Focus on that relationship. You've already got the relationship to start off with because, you know, you're the parent and they're the child. So you've already got this teacher-student kind of thing set up. And it's a very natural relationship to go to an official teacher and student relationship. And that's why your kids are going to get the best education possible. That's why homeschooling is, is more than just an alternative to, say, public school or charter school or private school. It's, it's about a relationship that you're establishing that will last for the rest of their lives. And, and they're going to learn better because of that relationship. They have, something, they have something to associate it with other than just a school book. So by by the dads getting involved in the community that goes that that just reinforces that relationship and the dads get to do dads teach differently and they get to do different things so it's important that they come to something like the convention and and meet up with other dads and exchange ideas that way we can uh, we can do this homeschool thing together as guys shoulder to shoulder you know living out the values that we have and living out the uh, the worldview that we have and passing that on to our kids awesome i love it okay well it's Valentine's Day. Yay. Yay. And we have a date to get to. Thanks Valentine's for Day coming. is even a little more important to us because our first date was right around Valentine's Day, if our I remember correctly. Our first date was right around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a few days before. Yeah. Benigan's. Benigan's. We went to Benigan's. Doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Because it was really bad. <laughs> really bad food. Good company, bad food. Great company, bad food. We went back for our first anniversary and it was still bad. Still bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know why it's closed. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, um, hopefully you enjoyed hiring some perspective from my husband. 
And you know, as always, to like and subscribe and to put a review that really helps us out and helps this episode get to somebody who may need to hear it. So share this with your friends, share it with your husbands, and hopefully enjoy some fun date nights tonight. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to come on. Yeah. Now, I usually pray us out. Would you like to pray us out tonight? All right. Let me pray us out. Dear Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, thank you for what these two ladies are doing. Thank you for them sharing their knowledge and their love of the community and their family and all the awesome values that you've given us in your word. Please help this to reach the ears that it needs to reach and to encourage the people that it needs to encourage. We pray this in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, Bestie!